0: And we are rolling. So thank you for listening. My name is Tom and this is Abroad Madness. Welcome back for another episode. How do you actually manage to travel so cheaply? You've been, I mean, obviously you had like scholarships for like a lot of the, you know, exchange and, the you know, the time, the masters in Thai, I think. But, like, how did you manage to afford Mexico? It sounds <laughs>
1: expensive. Uh, no, Mexico is not that expensive. But, but, yeah, you're right. I managed a lot of my uh, time abroad with scholarships. For example, in, in Japan, there was this Yaso scholarship, yeah. I remember, which is really nice. From I think, actually, from the Japanese government, which yes was really nice and helped really a lot because Japan is actually way more expensive than than probably all the other countries. <laughs> and <laughs> and um also in Thailand I I was happy to to have a scholarship from from the German side so it also helped me there a lot and I was just always working during my studies most of the time as a research assistant in in my university oh, okay. or in institutes uh, around the university. So I was, I'm always taking care that I'm saving a lot of money to, to make sure to go traveling. And then basically, um, it's, it's, it's quite good when you cut down your expenses here in Germany, because for example, mm-hmm. I, I, uh, quit my flat in, in Germany before I was going to Mexico, though. I basically don't have to pay for, for rent anymore. And ah, then you're okay. just going to another country and there, of course you're paying for rent. So it's just like, Shifting from spending your uh, your money for a living in Germany just to Mexico, which is definitely a, a big thing, where you can uh, save some money and make sure you can go travel. So, <laughs> do you yeah, think I'm like
0: thinking. I mean, you did say that uh, you know it's probably your last time ever, like before you go into the workforce, but do you think like you know, in, like maybe you're gonna work for a few years. And then you're going to go for a working holiday visa, like somewhere. Mm -hmm. Do you think you're going to do it?
1: Um, Yeah, um, I I would be interested in that. But first of all, I hope that I... Can find a job where probably just just like you wanted, uh, where traveling is also kind of part of it. And ah. as I said, I'm an industrial engineer in logistics, and I also already did an internship in Australia for right, seven right. months, where I was working on a construction site in the project management. And it's actually a German company, but they're having a project in Australia, so they are yeah. every now and then sending people over and uh working there so i hope that i that my job will be kind of similar like this to have a chance ah. to go somewhere out to to your projects i think that's always very interesting right right but but yeah probably after uh a few years depending on the situation i would also be interested to to have a longer leave again and uh to to do something like a sabbatical or something do you, yeah. have you heard about it so sabbatical like when you no. I th- they have different um, programs depending on the company but where you uh, can probably take a little bit more a uh, little bit less of the salary in the few years before you have a so called oh. sabbatical and then you'll have still payment continuing while you're one year somewhere else um, and some models like this or you're just completely leaving just the, the job So, I'm sure there there might be a way yeah, but I think yeah, that's only. Course.
0: I think I think that's only in Germany, or at, at least not in Japan, because the idea of living mm-hmm. a living your job for a year, you're just like, what? No, like I can't even <laughs> take, I can't even take day offs for more than five days.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, it's true. It's Japanese <gasps> like, mentality. Like,
0: <laughs> no, like Japan is like, and I get it. I get. I I get the reason why because you were giving this like, you know let's say because i'm doing sales right now so you're giving this comp- like a company or, or like your customers so basically your customer contacts you so mm-hmm. let's say if i one day were like oh i need to go to a doctor and then so everyone else would be in charge like everyone else would be left to deal with my shit mm-hmm. and then but then sometimes you it, it you the shit can only be dealt with by you So everyone's just like, what the fuck? How do we call you? How do we connect? Like you know, everyone's just like, frankly, just like running over, like running everywhere, just trying to phone you. So yeah, yeah, like that's just one day. Imagine you do that for a week. Damn.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, true. Of course, you have to find other solutions to manage it. But I mean, the idea also, some companies are understanding this. That okay, you're working, let's say, ten years straight. Like it's stressing out every day for for the company and having a like one year break or something where you're recovering and probably taking some new energy can also be beneficial for the company as well and for the motivation for for the employees so Sure. Might be a good thing For the company as well Even on the On the short run They have some Good people missing
0: Maybe in the future If I get to a higher position <laughs> Maybe I'll <laughs> You're
1: trying to convince Your, your company to do this you Remember I'll be back in a year And I'll be so recovered I can, I'll right. be full of energy <laughs> I'll
0: be full of new ideas Or, or they can just ideas. do this Because my company My has network been...
1: is extended No worries right. <laughs> You
0: know Because my company Has been wanting us to You know Like a lot of a lot of jobs definitely do require you to be more creative, especially nowadays. They're like, "Oh, we don't want to hire robots, like robots. We just we <laughs> want to hire creative individuals that can, you know, give it more." Like they're always asking for new ways to cut down costs, but then, mm-hmm. like in at, at least in my company, they're asking for like new ways to cut down costs. So like you know, they are looking at the new st- the new people. They're like, "You you're new, you know more shit." <laughs> You're not used to this shit. So, think of new ways. I'm like, "Ah, how the fuck am I supposed to think of new ways when I don't, you know, I don't even know what the shit am I doing. So, (laughs) yeah. If, like, as you said, if they don't have to stop, they could just, like, send us out for a year of just, like, uh, studying abroad or something. That would be so fun. I wish my company (laughs) would do that. That would be so cool.
1: Yeah. But once you gain your experience, I'm sure also leaving wouldn't be uh like quitting your job wouldn't be wouldn't be your end as well. I'm sure you can find yeah, something yeah. again or you're finding something abroad like in Germany for example. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I I mean definitely like I've been thinking like uh it's either Malaysia going back to Malaysia mm-hmm. where where I will definitely get or try to get a high pay job. Okay. Because like you know like if because you've been in Japan And you receive this amount of money that you can do, uh, like, you know, like, I'm not saying that my life quality, like, you know, my life is, I don't spend that much money. I Mm -hmm. think uh, around, because I have a car, so I spent around (laughs) 130,000 yen, which maybe is around 1,200 euro.
1: Like 130,000
0: yen, you said? 130,000 yen, uh, just for like living expenses.
1: Exactly, 1,000 euro.
0: Okay, so yeah, so for yeah, me, like moment. one thousand euros per month is kind of okay. So mm-hmm. it's kind of okay. So like if I'm earning less, I don't think I can do it. I'm like, no, I can <laughs> yeah, only go up from here. I can only go up from here.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Besides looking for a company that does allow you to travel, like what are the things do you actually look out for? You know, when you're finding a job, I'm just like interested in like your, When people find a job, when I find a job, I was like, oh, I want to make sure it's very, you know, friendly to foreigners. They're more Mm -hmm. accepting. They wouldn't correct my Japanese every single, like, you know, every single day or every single minute. Oh, yeah, true. (laughs) I mean, definitely my company right now is very accepting. They do try to help me, like, you know, if I have to, like, hand in a very serious application or, like, a serious form, they would just, like, you know, uh, proof check my uh, Japanese. So that's really Mm -hmm. nice. But what about you what are you looking for
1: yeah that's that's a the, a good question but i would like to to learn a new language so <laughs> again probably Im- improve my no not again i mean all <laughs> my language are really just basic so for example spanish can be probably very beneficial mm-hmm. in some projects and i really want to learn it so it would be a good plus if they offer something like this um, I don't know what what else is important. Some some companies offer something like a corporate bonus, so in case uh, your yeah. company is performing well, you'll also be like uh, have a benefit from that and receive a bonus. So it's kind of motivating, I would say. Mm-hmm. So money, um, <laughs> more money, <laughs> more money. Um, it's
0: important. It's important. Like what? Where, like especially when you start. Like you know, right now, I'm like it's the
1: end of the year and I'm like
0: yeah, mm-hmm. bonuses come on come on give me my bonus
1: <laughs> I mean there are also some 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 variants in the days off for, for holidays oh, yeah. for example so if you get for example 30 days holidays in Germany that's oh. ki- kind of good
0: you get 30 I, mean, get 10, for... I get 10 I get 10 yeah I would say I was
1: about only. to say yeah for for you Japanese people it's like nothing but 30 days off I mean it's work days so that means actually 6 weeks right that's that's it's a cool. lot, and I don't know it's, it's hard to to say what I would like as a benefit from from my employer, but I would like to be it's it's nice if you just love your job and also the company that you're working for so right right, right if they have some probably nice products or um other people who are very passionate about it, it's like a good environment and where are uh, not just caring for the money but also for the people. That would be nice. We'll see. And I, I think in the in the process when you're applying you're always getting kind of kind of a sense how well they perform, how what their values are. Like there's <laughs> no clear points that I can just mention that that are required.
0: Like what about like some turnoffs? Like, you know turnoff <laughs> turn sounds like a sexual thing, but just like, you know <laughs> At a company when you go there and you're like, Oh no, like definitely no. Like what are some things that you know I think you've probably had like, you know, situations where you just go to a company and you're like, ah, oh, no, hell no. Mm. No?
1: Yeah. Well, it's hard to say. What, uh, what do you have any, any no goes for you that, that would be,
0: uh, the HR person talks very miserably. <laughs> that was one. That was one. The HR person, like for us students, they are basically like the face to the company. It's kind of like the salespeople, like, you know, they are basically salespeople for,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: like hiring people. So, there was once like the company was super cool like i was super into it but then like the moment i hear the hr person start talking i'm like dude this is like me being back in high school not even high school in university hearing this very boring lecture about i don't care (laughs) about what i don't know i don't care and i'm like this is such a waste of potential so like immediately i was like and no
1: yeah, that's so that's that right. That's be... a good point. And it's something you're putting a lot of effort in your application and writing a good, good CV and a letter of motivation and some. And then when you're in the interview, let's say the first one, and you realize that the interviewer is not prepared. It's like hearing everything for the first time is not asking specific questions about you, just like general questions. And you're <laughs> like, why the fuck am I just writing a motivation letter and a clear application and you're just asking the things that you already know and we're just not getting to know each other really on a personal level when they're not prepared, that's probably a no-go. Or when they're just like replying super late or ah. something and they'll say like, oh yeah, we'll we'll get back to you next week or something and then you're just not hearing from them for two weeks. And yeah, that's probably also a no-go. If you already have this in the application process, you could probably think, okay, that might be the thing in the company in other terms as well, probably. Uh and and one thing when when they're asking you about too much about your your weaknesses and they're like Ah, too they're they're like super critic or something and you have don't have the feeling okay we're getting to know each other on the same level they are just like "Mm, okay and do you actually have the right experience do you think the job that you're applying for is actually matching your uh, experiences and and skills that you have and stuff and you always feel like you have to like fight so hard to to make sure that you're the right person and stuff but on the other side you're like guys you're looking for someone and i might be the right person for you maybe you want to look attractive to me as well this is like an interview on the same level and i'm also getting to know you not you just getting to know me and i'm the one person who's trying to to get into your company for every price and stuff so right. not on the okay. same level that's also a thing that is, can can be very frustrating as well.
0: Oh yeah, now I remember what I wanted to say to you Like uh, recently there's been like a a new, I guess, trend or a video trend Being like people, it's a, just like a very short video being like Oh yeah, it's like an interview, basically, an interview And then so the interviewer was like Oh yeah, so can you tell me about yourself? And then the interviewee, like it's just a sound It's just like Oh, did I not send you my CV? And they're like, "Yeah, you did." So, did you look at my CV? They're like, "Yeah, yeah, we did." So, <laughs> yeah. So now you can tell me about myself. And then the, like, you know, it's just like the interview is like, Sh- "Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I guess this is yeah, why you right. you think
0: it would be great,
1: right? Yeah, that's true. Right. But always also the question about your weaknesses. I think that's that's so hard to to talk in a job interview when they're creating this kind of atmosphere where you really uh, show how cool you are and that you're the right person and then you're never really talking freely about your weaknesses on, on this kind of level and always when the companies do this to me and ask me for their weaknesses i'm always mm-hmm. also asking them about their weaknesses and right. <laughs> ways ways to improve to to make them see like okay guys so i'm also like you are applying to me as well so uh. let's let's be open to each other
0: <laughs> like it's nice that you're trying to like uh, just be on the same page i think i remember me being you know, when I was finding a job, I was desperate. I was just like, give me the job. Just give me the job. I will be whoever you want on the interview. <laughs> <laughs> I will be the most perfect boy. I will be the perfect little kid. You know, just give me the job. And then once I go into job, I'm like, "Here, yeah, this is who I am. Fuck you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's like a, such an like artificial situation when you're just like sometimes pretending that they're the only ones that, that you were applying for and stuff. Oh, yeah, why yeah, yeah. We don't... We're, why we're not just honest and you're like, okay, I'm a graduate student, I have the skills and probably, um like, you could see, okay, I was hardworking in my time before. Probably I might be the right person for you and not just creating this artificial uh, situation. It's It's a little bit weird, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> and some companies are doing it better and some companies are, like really creating this atmosphere that which is just very uncomfortable.
0: Uh well you say that you need to write two two pages of CV. So like what do you what is on your CV because the CV or the re, like the resume in Japan mm-hmm. is you just get like this paper which it's very simple. Like you don't have to do anything fancy. You can buy it from it's basically the same cv the resume that you sent for doing a part-time job except Mm -hmm. that you just write why do you want to go to this company just like write it fancier but yours just sound makes it sounds like you kind of need to make things look super fancy
1: (laughs) no not really so it doesn't have to be two pages Actually, I would say if you like some some recruiters really like it, if you just have one page and all the mm-hmm. basic information that they require on one page. So it's definitely also okay to, to have it this way. But most of the time, it's um, the application in Germany is three parts. First of all, it's a letter of motivation, just like you said, where you write, okay, yeah. this is me, I'm uh, looking for the job that you show on your website, and this is my experience. And you write like a real letter. And oh, okay. the actual CV where I have two pages is where you uh, have like a table oh, okay. um, and you write down your academic career. For example, this is to have all the basic information. Then your professional experience, where have you worked before, depending on the area where you work. But I, for example, have my scientific publications like one if you ever wrote a paper or something Uh, okay i have this on my cv as well then you can write scholarships and honors for example if you received from rewards or scholarships that also shows that you have some experiences and stuff of course language skills and it skills and something like extracurricular commitments Uh like uh when you work somewhere voluntary or something and also, you write down your interests, like hobbies or something, because some recruiters, it's the first thing they look on, is just the, the hobbies, and they open the <laughs> the the is like, okay, Falk, you have a great CV, but let's let's talk about your interests. What are you doing besides work and something? And I think that's a nice way to get to know each other.
0: Mm-hmm. Wait, what 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 but, did you have write, written on, like interests?
1: Uh, oh, interests for me, I have powerlifting, Muay Thai, mm-hmm. water sports. Photo and photography. And there's always a good thing that you can talk about. Right.
0: <laughs> like Mai Tai. Some people might not be able to talk about Mai Tai, but uh, powerlifting, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, if the person, it's like, you know, working out is now a trend.
1: Mm-hmm. Everyone's True, been working yeah, out.
0: And then wor- water sports. What's that? A water sports
1: for ex- like different kind of surfing for example i did uh, doing kite surfing uh i did in vietnam or in australia i went for kite surfing that's really nice wakeboarding is so a thing. maybe you know when you're like driving on the water uh behind a road
0: okay. something oh, like this okay oh yeah 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 i think i've
1: wait so you can do it behind a boat or you can do it just on a like on a lake where they have a wait wh- what is kite surfing again system. Kite serving is you're on a board and you have like 30 meters leash and a kite uh, that you're controlling, and the kite is pulling you through uh, or on top of the water. Wait.
0: I might know, I've, I've done that because it's just like a boat. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> why do you have a picture of that? <laughs>
1: I'm living in a friend's house and she's uh, okay. doing like a rescue thing ah. and the, the, like water rescue course and they have a picture of it
0: <laughs> so wait so I, I know i've never done that but i've done this like the, it's a boat and then you you know i don't yeah, that's tourist, and I, like it's, just, it's just a boat and i i'm in this i'm in the sky with like kite and just oh like, just yeah yeah it.
1: yeah i don't know the right word for it but yeah i know this. yeah i don't know like <laughs> i've I, never done this
0: i've done it for tourism so like because i was still a kid back then so uh, I wasn't heavy enough for, you know, the whole, you know like, you know, if I, it was just me, and a, it, it was just me. I would probably be like, just swaying around and just be like, yeah, what the fuck is this shit? But nice. yeah, there, there was like another person on there with me. And I was like, this is kind of awkward. Like I was supposed to be up here by myself, just looking around, <laughs> but you're, you're just like there. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> nice you know, I'm just going to put it out there. We're doing this right before Christmas. What is something that you can recommend? I mean, I'm ending this with, I'm ending the whole podcast with this question, but what is something that you can recommend me to do for Christmas as a German? Because I want to, you know, I want to, I want to make it like my life more, a little bit more festive, a little bit more Christmassy. But besides just like making more wine, what is something else I can make (laughs) to recreate, you know, that, that, you know, that Christmas time that we had back in Igata?
1: Uh, I I think I I um my family or basically even my mother is kind of the tradition that she's receiving and also sending out uh, some Christmas letters. Ah, yeah. And like she's writing together a little bit about her year, what happened, and about her kids. So everyone like from my siblings and I have to write down a little bit a little bit what they did during the year, and. She's also receiving this from from a lot of friends, so i'm I think it might be a good idea for you. just you could do this as well, right? a little bit um to together and send this to people who probably haven't heard about you for for a long time and probably have been good friends with you back yeah. then been, And I I think that's a that's a really nice tradition. And if you really want to put work at it, I know you're a busy man, Tom, (laughs) but if you do this paper based, I don't know about you, but every time I look in my mailbox it's just most of the time I'm receiving letters that are not nice, you know. (laughs) You have to pay something or (laughs) any advertisement that you're receiving. Uh, You know, when I mean when you look in your mailbox you're just like, Oh, okay, another bill. Okay, this is uh, from my insurance company, blah, blah blah. But once you receive a letter from from like, a friend Ooh. or something, it's like you get so excited, and I think that's a cool thing, and uh, I I really like this tradition.
0: The funny thing is, so I've actually had the a lot of ideas of wanting mm-hmm. to write a postcard for yeah, right, a, a lot of years, a lot of years, but I've never <laughs> been. I've never, I mean, back in, even back in Malaysia, I've never been, like, a sending, like, letter type of person. Mm-hmm. So, whenever it comes to, like, sending letters, I'm like, ah, oh, I have to go to the post office and, like, do this and do that. I'm like, ah. Oh. But, now that you say that, maybe I should do it. Like, maybe. Yeah,
1: but, but you know, also this, all of process that you're doing, this is kind of the value that you put in. And once you receive it, you you, like, yeah. most people know how much effort it is and that it's, like, really something special. So... And I think now we're, we're just writing uh, on social media all the time. Right, so right. it's it's really True. something special,
0: as you say. Like Christmas is the time mm-hmm. when people send out letters, but well, for Japanese, mm-hmm. like New Year's is when they send out like all the New Year cards. Yeah, right. Right. So, yeah, maybe I will do it. <laughs> uh,
1: like doesn't have to I, be this year, but you know. No, no. Like, I mean, an, I because
0: I've always I I. You know, to show how like, you know, not to show how much, I mean, I didn't do it, but to show how close I was doing it, I went to like this this bookstore and I, I found mm-hmm. like postcards and I was like, ooh, I can write this. And I actually bought, like, this is going to sound like very, like a very, I'm such a procrastinate procrastinator, but I bought the postcard. I even have the stamps. I just could not get myself to <laughs> to write the letter
1: it's just yeah i will try i would try nice that's that's my hint for you tom
0: <laughs> okay i think yeah that's like pretty we we've been talking for two hours so that's enough <laughs> or is it enough or is it not enough no, anything I, you want I, to share sure. anything you want to share share still
1: no all oh, good i think we had a little, many interesting Catch topics up. here so right <laughs> it was nice catching up to you and right. thanks for having me on your podcast tom
0: yeah, uh, I mean, thank you for agreeing to do it. I mean, you—I know you're a busy man too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Falk, for you know being a broad, being on the podcast again, and thank you everyone for listening. So, yeah, once again, my name is Tom. This is a broad mess, and yeah, bye bye,
1: bye bye.